Amen. Amen. We thank God that He is the strength of our life. Thank you, Kwa, for encouraging us this morning. This morning, I just want to share on what I'm calling divine location and favor. Divine location and favor. And we're As part of our lives of growing disciples, there are particular times in our life set by God where he gives us what I'm calling a very special visitation and for his favor to be released upon us for particular things to be done, which happen out of the ordinary. And I know that when God decides to move, the time is set by him, the, the whole move of his spirit is set by him because he wants to do something very special, which is not the normal way that he does things in our lives. And I pray that as we share you will enjoy what we are calling divine location and his favor in your life. Amen. And for our, our text, we'll look at Luke chapter 1, read from verse 26 to 38. So we kindly stand with me as we are read. From the New Living Translation, if you can give us that. Okay, shall we go? In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth had become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she now is in her sixth year. For nothing is impossible with God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel left here. This is the word of God. Amen. Amen. Put your right hand on your chest and commit yourself to God's hands and ask that he will speak to you today. Father, we thank you for this morning and we thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. We commit ourselves to you. 
let the entrance of your word bring light to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Turn to somebody and tell him or her, may the Lord locate you and favor you. Say to somebody else, may the Lord locate you and favor you. Amen. God is an expert in locating and favoring his children for his own glory and praise. And one of these fine days is about to favor somebody. Amen. The story we just read is what we call the Annunciation of Jesus' birth. And usually these texts are used for Christmas messages and all that. But as part of our series on the growing disciple and looking at the lives of legends in the Bible, we want to pick on Mary and then discuss a few things about how God can locate you and favor you for uncommon blessings. And you find that Mary was, according to the, the research I did, a poor little girl between the ages of 13 and 14 who was betrothed to be married to Joseph. And they were preparing to get married. All of a sudden, then the angel of the Lord came to deliver the message of the fact that she was going to give birth to somebody we call Jesus. The message put her in a dilemma because in the state or city where she was living, where she was, it was an abomination for you to get pregnant without having getting married. And so it is punishable by death. They may stone you and do all kinds of things. So it put her in a, in a very tight corner. And so she, I believe she reluctantly accepted it and said, I'm God's servant. Whatever God wants to do, let him do it. This just brings to mind and to bring to the fore a very important point that I want you to take note of. That it doesn't matter your situation or the environment where you live. If God had purposed to locate you and to favor you and to do something great in your life, it goes beyond the situation in which you are and what people will want to say about it. If by divine agenda you are the one that God wants to use to achieve a certain thing in a particular time, you are the one that He will use. And He looks beyond all that are around you and locates you. God locating you is based on his timing, not your timing. So when his set time comes, what he purposes to do, he will do for you. And I pray that as we share this, you and I will position ourselves for divine, special divine visitation and favor. 
And it is a Nebrini Dua, near as a sir, or you know, or no one by Yanti Brayacha, Sammy, a bompire, we do who may see her, no Yame, Ashishawun, and a Dumuno or the Adam. From the story, we'll be looking at what divine location and favor is all about. We'll be looking at some divine uh, dimensions of the divine location and favor, and then we'll be looking at the characteristics of divine favor and certain responses, all based on Mary's, Mary's story. So what is divine location and favor? Divine location and favor. It is when God in his infinite and sovereign wisdom and set time visits and performs or does unusual, unexpected and uniquely tangible things. In a person's life. We are talking about God's infinite and sovereign wisdom and set time. You and I know that when we say God is sovereign, he does as pleases him. He does whatever he pleases because he knows better than we do. And so for us, as it relates to him, there is a set time drawn from his wisdom, sovereign wisdom, that he plans to visit you. And this visitation is different from all the other visitation, common natural visitation that you have with him. Because of your relationship with it. It's a specific time that he said to come to you and to do something great in your life. When we talk about him locating you, what we are basically saying is that God remembering you and finding you and finding you. If you look at the story, Mary was in a village. Let me read verse 1 for you. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village. Can we all say village? Village in Galilee. So wherever you are, if God determines to, to locate you, he will find you and use you to achieve his purpose. Also, you know, people who live in villages, they are there in the village, they don't know what is going on in the city. They, they just wake up, sleep, go to farm and come. And some people in the village who have, may not necessarily have connection with God, may say, ah, for them, this is where God, this is where they find themselves. So nothing good can happen. That's the same situation that Mary found herself in. But God, in his sovereign wisdom and set time, located uh, in that particular village. I don't know where you are. You may be hiding somewhere and you may be thinking that nobody has concern for you. I want you to know that God's spiritual antenna and eyes is moving to and fro and one day he will find you where you are and bring you out. So God locating you means he will find you where you are. When we talk about God's favor in this context, we are looking at God 
conferring on an individual his unusual goodness and power. God is good. We all know God is good. We say God is good all the time, all the time God is good. There is the general goodness of God that he shows to his children. But there is the specific time-oriented sovereign goodness that he shows to us. And that is different from the normal goodness that God shows. It's goodness within goodness, but it's a greater form of goodness to an individual. And I say, may God's unusual goodness locate you. There are two dimensions of divine location and favor. One dimension is that it is God who does the finding, the locating, and the favoring. It is God who does that. So he will locate you. He will visit you. His presence will be with you. His favor will be upon you. And the second, that second part of it is you doing the responding, receiving that visitation and taking advantage of it. It is very possible that God may locate you. God may be doing something in your life as an individual. And your mind will be wondering, hey, what is happening to me? The way things are going these days is not very common. I'm, I'm seeing some unusual happenings in my life. That's one thing. It means that God is working in your life. It is another thing for you to sit back and say that it is God who is working in my life. Let me grab what he's doing in my life and take advantage of it and be blessed of it. Can you say amen to that? One day, a friend of mine who got married, <clears throat> she'd been waiting for a long time. Then out of the blue, somebody appeared with a, a very loving spirit. In the, and the way things went, went very fast. The man came and said, God, I should, I should marry you. We'll, not, we'll go to the counseling, but within a few months, we'll get married. Money was flowing. Within a few months, the lady got married. We do a few months, she had a car. We do a few months, she had a place to stay with everything finished. And she came and said, Osofu, I'm confused. I don't know what is that. I say, it's God who is favoring you and doing new things in your life. That's how God works. So within a short time, she was elevated, her life was transformed, and that's how God, his favor works. God's favor does things that seem you cannot even understand. God can lift you by his favor from step one and place you at step 20. That's what his favor can do for you. There are two main things in the passage that I want us to look at quickly, and then after that, we'll just spend some few times. It's not a long message. Just to encourage you that God is about to favor you, just like He did for Mary. Amen. The twofold uh, pointers there are the characteristics of divine location and favor. I'll share a few things from the passage, and then we'll look at how Mary responded to that divine visitation, location, and favor to give birth to Jesus. Divine location, characteristics of divine location and favor. Verse 26, 
Divine location is orchestrated and com- compassed by God. When I say compassed by God, the whole thing stems from him, and he's the one who works everything out to find the one that he wants to visit. If you look at the verse 26, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent. Can we all say that? God sent. He sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. So the whole thing is sourced from God. It's planned by God, by his divine wisdom and sovereignty. And it works it out. He sets his compass and he moves and locates. So he sent Gabriel to Mary. Secondly, divine visitation and uh, location and favor is both specific and precise. When we say precision, it's specific. If you look at the passage again from 26 on to God sent, when he sent, he had in mind Mary. So he sent Gabriel to go to Mary. And he sent, Mary to, he sent Gabriel to go to the village of Mary and located Mary. So if you are the one who is on the radar of God, he will work things out and find you where you are. It is specific. It doesn't go off. Once he's targeted you and he wants to bless you and he wants to use you for something great, it is you who will be the target. So verse 28, and Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. Please take note. Favor is like a spirit. And let me say favor is spirit, the spirit of God. Already God determines who is favored. And so when he came to Mary, Gabriel came to her and said, you are a favored woman. It's already done. And that's the manifestation that will follow after the visitation. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. So it is both specific and precise, on point. Thirdly, divine favor and location, it meant to bring what I'm calling change, unusual change and upliftment. You find Mary, if you read the profile of Mary, poor girl in a village, not knowing anything, getting ready to get married. I can imagine when we say somebody is poor, you know the picture. Whatever is happening, food to eat, money not there, so many things, so many lacks here and there. And God decided to use her. Today, many people talk about Mary as the mother of Jesus. It's a sign of elevation and change. So when God visits you by his divine orchestration and purpose and location and favor, God is coming your way to bring change your way. Move you from where you are to a better place. Mary, I dare not in a cry across here by you are on the origin of home. Now, so on your me in the moon to a smart a corner, no quiet now, only near me, you know, she said, no, need to be a sign. On your me, be a sister, one, not just that, or didn't such a year, 
Listen carefully to verse 30. He says, don't be afraid, Mary. The angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. That's a sign of elevation. Great things. Please imagine. Just imagine with me. A poor girl being used by God to give birth to your savior and my savior. Living her. So it's for elevation and change. It's also for a supernatural breakthrough. When Mary attempted to find out how it was going to be possible, it says the Spirit of God will come upon you. When the Spirit of God is in operation, whatever comes out, we call it supernatural breakthrough. There are certain things that it is only the Spirit of God who can do it to prove the fact that what is being done is your, in your life is unusual. It's not the normal way that things are done. And so God moves in that life to bring supernatural breakthrough when he visits you. Verse 35, the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and will be called the Son of God. Supernatural intervention. That's the purpose of divine location and favor. That what in the normal circumstance cannot be done, it will be done for you so that the glory will go. May the Lord favor you. May the Lord locate you and bring supernatural interventions in your life. Divine favor location is orchestrated by God. It is specific and precise for elevation and change for supernatural breakthrough. But you see what God in his goodness we want to confirm to you. He, he does what we call relative authentication of what he wants to do for you. If you look at the verse 36, let me read for you. Once more, verse 36, once more, your re- relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived the son and is now in the sixth month. For nothing is impossible for God. So God will show you that, look, look at Ajua. I visited her, this is what I've done. To prove to you that once I've come to you, I can also do far more than you can imagine. Authenticating what he wants to do in your life. May the Lord show you signs. May the Lord show you visible and tangible signs of what is done in others' life. For which reason you can also partake of what he wants to do in your life. Verse 39 to 45 there, Mary went to see Elizabeth. And Elizabeth confirmed what God, through the angel Gabriel, told Mary. He conf- she confirmed the human confirmation of the supernatural visitation and favor of God. What it basically means that somebody will say, whatever has happened to you, this has never happened before. It's only by, by the power of God that you are where you are and what has happened. Human beings will testify of the fact that the God who visits you is so true, so real, so powerful, for which reason what you are experiencing coming from him. 
o se maria ko ko hu elizabeth no hu nia obofuna ka kire ni nyina no na eye no kware ni pe be dia dan so se nia onyame eye wabrabon eye wabrabon ma na ni obeye no edimu a few days later verse 39 mary hurried to the hill country of judea to the town where zachariah lived she entered the house and greeted elizabeth at the sound of mary's greeting elizabeth's child leaped within her and elizabeth was filled with the holy spirit Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe the Lord will do what he said he would do in your life. Confirmation, human confirmation of God's workings in our life. I pray that your life will attract testimonies from God say, for others, saying that it is God who is working in your life. What is happening is God who is doing it. May it happen to you so. Maria Costa, Elizabeth, you all do what pair us are frosh and yam no ruina. Elizabeth, it's hey, or don't be a menya, say, my jim qua, ne enna, a barbess rame. Nipa ebe pemwa kase niya onyame iye ni wobe pemwa ka niya onyame aye ewa woso onyame nipa nshishawo na onyame nshishawo na nipa empe mwankase niya onyame iye no when testimonies are given by people the glory goes to the one who has worked in your life amen usually when god visits in an uncommon way there are various responses that we give and i've lined up a few responses that that Mary gave so to the annunciation of the birth of Jesus through him. When the angel visited the first in verse 29, she was confused. She was very confused. Confused and disturbed. Verse 29. Confused and disturbed. Mary tried to think what the angel could mean by the greetings. You know, when things are happening, if you are not very very much in tune with God. Of course, you'll be confused. At the beginning, you'll be confused because something that never used to be happening to you is now happening. And you are wondering, hey, what is happening to me now? That's how God works. Confusion. In verse 34, the next response Mary was inquiring about how whatever the angel was saying was going to happen because was, she was a virgin and uh, she was not married and all that. We call that the wandering mind, the questioning and asking, hey, how can this be possible in my life? I mean, how is God going to do this in my life? It's a natural response and God will not curse you for that. What I've noticed in life that if you are born in Ohia, if you are very poor, very, very poor, and then all of a sudden you begin to get money. Money, the first pay, maybe God opens the door for you and you get a job somewhere, and the first pay that He gives you, it will make you feel dazed because you have never had that kind of money before. You get confused, it's normal. But it is after some time when it keeps coming, then you relax and then you accept that, yeah, this is my portion now. Poverty, and yet, and I yes, declare sir. that God will deliver you from poverty. Yes, so she, was, she was confused, she wondered, but what I want to recommend to you is in the verse 38. 
He says, Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. It was at that point that the angel left her. Accepting God's visitation by faith. Accepting God's visitation by faith. Because you see, our life as growing disciples is fully a life of faith. There are certain things that God does that beats our imagination. There are certain things that God works in our lives that our, our limited mind cannot understand. Except for us to accept in faith. Knowing that the sovereign God is at work in our life. I recommend that for you. That as God visits you, and as God begins to turn things, even if you are confused and you are wondering what is happening, accept in your spirit by faith that your Lord is working in your favor. What's the Mary, dear, or the Gidi, Egitumu, or the Sabrinumu, and our Buffalo, Ejanaho, or Catcher, or Catcher, Waffle, say, me on Yamiafna, Neopasa, Demiano, on farming ye, a beer of Wang Yam, and Yami, ye be beer of Yabra Bomu, Yajuni Yankis, and Yahoo, 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 you have said about me, come to pass. Can you stand with me in a moment and let's make this declaration. Put your hands on your chest and say, I am the Lord's servant. Please say it out loud. I am the Lord's servant. May everything he has said about me come to pass for I receive it in Jesus name Amen. Amen please be seated so she was confused she wondered but at the end of the day she accepted what the angel told her in faith but she did two other things that I also want to recommend for you to do when things are happening in a way that your mind is just wondering about for God only working on that what she did is in verse 39 to 40 as if she went to seek further confirmation of what God God has said about her. That's why she ran. If you look at the verse 39, a few days later, Mary hurried. She hurried. She hurried to the hill country of Judah, to the town where Zachariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. You no, know, they hurried. I want to find out. I want to find out what the angel. God, the angel told Mary that Elizabeth was, was pregnant. So she wanted to go and confirm what was happening. And when she went there, Elizabeth confirmed rather what God had told Mary herself confirm to her. That's what happens. Sometimes God will raise men and women who will come in your confusion to confirm what God is doing in your life. We call that double confirmation. And when it happens like that, all that you need to do is to settle in the blessing that God has given to you and enjoy it. Amen. I want to dwell on this uh, a bit more. Then please follow me as I read and take care of a few things about the people who come and confess. It's not just anybody who should come and say, be confirming what God has. It's not everybody who has that, that ability to do that. Listen carefully. I'm reading from verse 39. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zachariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. Take note. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her. And this is where I want you to take note. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Take note of that. If the Bible is yours, just an alliance. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women. 
She was saying this by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit who filled her at that moment. So it's not just anybody who has the right to confirm what God is doing. It is by the Spirit. It is the Spirit through Gabriel that brought the message to Mary. It is by the Spirit, the same Spirit, that Elizabeth was confirming what God said. Please, so take note and be very cautious about this. Otherwise, what God has said to you, others will derail you from that. Others will spoil your soup. Others will confuse you the more. So you must relate to those who are under the inspiration of the Spirit for direct confirmation of what God is doing in your life. If it happens like that, take it by faith. Move with it by faith. And let God's blessings be released in your life. Because she sought for confirmation and she had the confirmation. Last but not the least is from the verses 20, 47 onwards. She praised God. She praised God. It means that she came to terms with what God was doing in her life and sang a song. We call it the Magnificat. The marriage song of praise. Look at a few words there. Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. She was praising God for what he was doing. I pray that at the location of God and the favor of God, as you are convinced in your spirit, your life will be full of praise. When you praise God, you give God more energy to work in your life. And I pray that you will be a praising child of God because of what God is doing in your life. Because one of these days, God is going to locate you. One of these days, God is going to favor you and do some uncommon things in your life for the glory of his name. May it be so in your life. And he will do the unusual, the supernatural things in your life. You need to flow in faith with him for your blessing. May the Lord give you the eyes to see his visitation. May the Lord grant you the faith to receive his visitation and favor. May the Lord grant you grace to take advantage of the good things he has for you.